Greetings, Mary Meet. Welcome to our little cottage in the forest of the internet. You're listening to Country Dwellers Podcast with Marilyn and Runa. Walk with us on our path as we illuminate spirituality from the pagan perspective. Welcome to our Country Dwellers Podcast. Hello, lovelies. I'm Marilyn. And I'm Runa. She's the priestess. I'm the solitary. And together we are Country Dwellers. Today is August 5th, 2017. And holy moly, I love summer so much. (laughs) I love it. I love summer too. It's pretty amazing. You know what else I love? What? I love that we have new followers. And we are so happy about that. Or at least I am. Are you happy Isn't about that? Isn't that nice? I know. That's so exciting. So a big shout out to Megan and Carrie Ann. Thank you so much for listening and following us. Thank you. We love you. And let's jump right into it and get our tarot card of the week because we have lots of moon phase stuff to talk about. Yes, we do. Okay. So just pick a card for me. Hmm. Oh, all right. We got the Queen of Pentacles today. I think, have we had the Queen of Pentacles? We have had the Queen of Pentacles again, and she shows up a lot in the readings. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Now, so we're going to talk about the Queen of Pentacles as we are talking about Mother Gaia, okay? So we're going to talk about her, and she kind of actually does mix into the moon phases and things that we need to because she's a very important part of the grounding part Mm. of the moon okay Mm -hmm. so we're going to talk about stabilization grounding and healing this time when it comes to the queen of pentacles we are going to remember to get outside Remember to put our feet into the ground. Remember to earth. Remember to rejuvenate. Because we are going to need that strength during this moon phase. Put your bare feet on the ground. Put your bare feet in the ground, in the sand. Do it. Get, Get Mother Earth right into you. Remember to take time for yourself. Take that quiet time for yourself. Because it's also talking about womb. Okay, so she is our mother. So think about womb. Think about darkness. Think about quiet, peace. Let your mind be free, but let it calmly be free. So it's really important. That part is really important, especially during this coming moon phase. I'm so glad that we got Queen of Pentacles again, and I'm excited to see how different my description of her was today versus the last time that we had her yeah because it all depends right yes we'll definitely have to have some listeners weigh in on that i I would like that That i would like that a lot yeah that would be awesome perfect perfect so now we're going into the witches almanac oh yes all you hedge witches out there or just gardeners of joy these are the things you need to worry about this month the month of august if you're in the pacific northwest For those of you not out here in the PNW, as we say, (laughs) you can definitely find this information all over the place. Check your uh, local conservation area. Check your local master gardeners. They show up at farmer's markets all the time, and you can get the information there. But you need to keep up on the rose bushes. And 
that probably still applies even if you're not in the Pacific Northwest. Mm. But it's a good time to prune them back, make sure they are pest-free, weed-free, and get a good dose of nutrition, a.k.a. fertilizer. Yeah. Pluck the deadheads off your continuous bloomers like marigolds, calendula, petunias, violets, etc. Weeding never ends. Doesn't matter <laughs> where you never, live. never, ever ends. No. <laughs> if you're overwhelmed, just do a big circle around each plant first. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I, you know, with the pneumonia that I was fighting and I had the wrist surgery early on in the spring, that's kind of the goal that I had set. And that really, really helped me compartmentalize Mm. and just get done what absolutely needed to be done and now I'm to the point where I'm getting all the rest of it so it's great. I love it. Fantastic. That's a really great idea. And then harvest your produce as it comes in. Here in the Pacific Northwest some of us are starting to get our summer eggplants. If your nasturtium is starting to seed and you don't want them to spread too much you can collect those seeds and pickle them if you don't want the seeds, you can give them to me to pickle because <laughs> I prefer pickled nasturtium seeds over capers in my recipes. Ah. So yummy and great. Like I said, you can uh, substitute them for capers. If you're like me and just still at 50 years old cannot digest olives, again, they bring that same kind of flavor to dishes that call for olives. Nice. Yes. Very nice. It's awesome. Water. We talked about water a couple episodes ago, but you really now here in the height of August need to be conscious of how you water. Tomatoes, zucchini, and many other squash varieties, including pumpkins, do not like water on their leaves. Be sure, however, you're watering, you get the roots primarily. Soaker hoses are good for this. Lawn sprinklers are not. Lawn sprinklers are for grass. Grass loves to get all wet. A lot of our produce vegetables do not. So picky. I know. Yeah. <laughs> For those doing raised beds or containers, your watering can is your best friend. It's it's precise and it's conser- it conserves the resource of water, yes. which we really need to be very aware of. very aware of. For sure, it takes a little bit longer, but I do. I use a watering can on my raised beds, and my plants are going gangbusters. I think it's kind of peaceful in a way, though. Absolutely. As you're sitting there watering with your can, I think it's kind of peaceful. I do it every night after dinner. My husband comes out. We have a little adult beverage on the patio, and he does whatever he does. He farts around on his phone or reads a book, and I'm watering the garden. I like it. And the dogs are out with us and everything like that. It's, It's a great little routine. I love it. Nice. And then as far as pest control goes, you're probably seeing a huge rash of cabbage moths. Those psychotically flying white moths are pretty (laughs) when you're a young child to chase, but they destroy your broccoli and cabbage and everything else. There's a naturally occurring substance, a bacterium, you can use to spray near them, and it's called BT for short. It's Bacillus thuringiensis. Say that a few times Right. If you just go to uh, your garden garden store or your hardware store and say I need some BT, they'll show you, they'll know exactly what you're talking about. So don't worry. Perfect. It doesn't harm humans uh, or beneficial insects. Only those damn cabbage worms. <laughs> it won't harm earthworms. It won't hurt your pets. It works e- works very very easy, and it's you just spray it around your vegetables on the soil. And like I said, any garden or hardware store will have it. That's nice. 
And then again, talked again last week about taking an inventory and seeing if your canning supplies need a lift. Good sales are going on right now. And then get to work on planting your fall vegetables, your parsnips, broccoli, winter lettuce, successive carrots, maybe cabbage. Mulch is necessary. Again, this helps with your water conservation and mm. keeps the weeds down and keeps the pests away. It's multi-purpose. So. Nice. Hedge witches have lots to do in August. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> no kidding. We're always busy. I'm just happy that I have you to do all that. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm I'm happy that you can teach me about crystals more. So we're 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 good. <laughs> One hand washes the other. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. Totally. Let's go into moon cycles. This moon cycle was a little bit difficult for me to write. To really? be quite honest with you. Oh wow! Because there's actually two moons that I needed to write about because they happen so close together. Oh wow! Okay. Um, it's the moon, of course, on August fifth. And it is the moon that happens on August 7th, the eclipse, the partial lunar eclipse. Right, right. And so as I'm trying to write about August 5th, my mind's like, no, you have to write about both, I say. And I'm like, okay, fine, fine. So I had to take a minute. I had to take a break and think about, okay, how do I want to infuse all of this together. And finally one night as I was lying in bed with another bout of insomnia, it came to me and these moons and these eclipses that we are going to be going through are all about creating this brand new life. They're all about seeing the obstacles that are in our way and clearing them out and getting rid of them. And if we can't get rid of them, they are about learning how to climb over them and get past them. They are about defeating them in one way or another. This will happen so your life can transform, especially with the August 21st solar eclipse that's coming. So much going on. I know, I know. It's really, really, really a huge, transformative, magical, magical time right now. It's huge. Okay. Get out in the in the in the <laughs> in the glades in the forest and, and yes. do your stuff, ladies yes. and gentlemen. For sure. So like I said, I tried to write about the moon phase that we're in right now, but really the waxing gibbous and the full lightning moon with the partial lunar eclipse, which I'll talk about more later on in this, are so very close that they wouldn't let me separate them too much. So the energies of one moon feed into the next and create a very, very powerful time of moving forward and overcoming any obstacles in your way. And like I said, this is very important as we have a full solar eclipse coming on August 21st at the new moon and in the sign of Leo, fire transformation people so this is a really really transformative time it's gonna be fantastic right now we are at august 5th the moon is in her second quarter phase we are in the waxing gibbous moon time where the moon appears to be more than half full but not yet full I actually really love the moon when it's like that. Right? I'm such a weirdo. Right? I know. I know. It's fabulous. Think about her right now as a early pregnant mom mm-hmm. with that little bump oh. just showing. And they always look so great yeah. then, right? Yeah. Oh. With, with that little bump just showing, right? So a waxing or growing gibbous moon rises between the hours of noon and sunset and it sets in the wee hours after midnight. 
The word gibbous comes from a root word that means humpback. A waxing gibbous moon can often be seen in the afternoon shortly after moonrise. While it is ascending or rising in the east, as the sun is descending or setting in the west. A waxing giving gibbous moon is easy to see in the daytime because at this phase of the moon, a respectively large fraction of the moon's day side is now facing our way. So as you're driving and you're seeing that beautiful white moon in the sky, that's your waxing gibbous moon. I mean, she's getting bigger and bigger and you're seeing her right there and you're like, why am I seeing her? That's why. So a couple of my favorite websites to check into where the moon is at right at this moment and eclipses and moon names, all those good stuff, especially if you don't have a home library with all kinds of amazing books. Which is going to be me in a few years. Oh, poor baby. Well, then you can check out some of these great websites. I think it would be great for you guys, especially since you're going to be on the boat. Right. So it would be really nice. So a few of my favorites are earthsky.org. Mm-hmm. Timeanddate.com. Of course, NASA.gov. Love NASA. And one of my favorites, and I love her website. She supplies so much information on there, is thewhitegoddess.co.uk. Ugh. There are so many good European witches. Uh, there, well, there, there are so many amazing websites out there. All of these feed the information that I'm looking for at these times. And they all feed from kind of a little bit of different perspectives and give me different information as to what I need. So they're all extremely beneficial awesome. to check out. The waxing gibbous moon energies are those of moving forward. It's a period of accelerated growth and activity. Mm-hmm. So now is the time to put your will into action. You now have the empowerment to build the foundation of your dreams based on the decisions that have already been made and the fears that have already been dealt with. Build that foundation. You have the power to do it. No more holding you back. Now is the time of will. So you need to start taking action on this right now. Our moon is in the sign of Capricorn. The cloven-hooved one. The goat Sure, steady, and patient, strategizing, waiting for his or her opening, then seizing the opportunity. This is what we're doing right now. You have to seize the day, okay? Carpe diem, bitches! Yes, So (laughs) think of Capricorn as a person that gets to great heights by a sure step. That's sure movement, all right? One that patiently sits back, watching others, looking for the opening in the crowd, then taking advantage of it, and just easily walks to the front of the stage. Because they've waited. They've surveyed the room. They're watching the codes. They're seeing all of this going on. And then they're like, okay, now I know which which way I need to go to get to the front of that stage. And they do it. Like, it's no bullshit. They do it. Capricorns are serious in nature. And like I said, they have no time for bullshit or games. They are here to accomplish goals. However, their greatest goal is the one that they have the hardest time accomplishing, and that is loving themselves. So Capricorns Mm. out there, I'm going to just tell you, I'm giving you a little energetic hug right now and letting you know, please love yourself. You're worth it. The Capricorn moon provides us all with persistence 
ambition, powerful personality, and an instinct for excellence. This moon will fill us with the qualities of dedication and steadfastness. It will show us the hidden depths of our character and remind us that we have the ability to achieve great rewards. This is a time to remember that you may not be able to move the mountain, but you sure as hell can climb over it to achieve the reward that you seek. So just think of those mountain goats. Think of how beautiful they make climbing that mountain look, how beautiful and easy. That's your Capricorn energy coming to you. Capricorn's ruling planet is Saturn. Saturn is named after the Roman Titan god, the father of Jupiter, Neptune, and Pluto. It was said that Saturn represented father time, bringing an end to all things that had a beginning, life, death, and rebirth. The influences of Saturn are responsibility, ethics of hard work, mm. discipline, ambition, patience, determination, thriftiness, stubbornness, melancholy, pessimism, and selfishness. Whereas my <laughs> ex was a Capricorn, not at all. <laughs> Weirdness. Well, it also, remember, it also depends on where, what house it sits in and all that good stuff, Absolutely. Too. Good reminder for our yes. listeners. Saturn disciplines us until we learn to discipline ourselves. This is really important. This is really important stuff. You've got to learn to discipline yourself. Our character is straightened through the, strengthened, sorry, through the trial and difficulties that we go through. We learn self-control and limitation through patience, stability, maturity, and realism. Remember that to maintain all of this concentration that Capricorn and Saturn are giving you, it is easier done when your body is relaxed and not in pain as Capricorn tends to have issues with joints mm. and bones. Sister, take your medicine. <laughs> so one thing that you want to remember as all of these things are, are coming to you and all of this strength is coming to you and the fact that you want to move forward, you have this ability to move forward, you really need to take that time to take care of your body as well. So go get a massage, go to a yoga class, stretch yourself out, go for a run, and get out into the earth, into Gaia, and watch how quickly the puzzle pieces of your strategic plan come together. And I just want to add that if you're in a place in your life where getting a massage or going to a yoga class or going to a run is too much, just go for a walk. Everybody totally. can go for a walk. Totally. Yeah, go out, get outside. Get outside for sure. I mean, because it is the earth element, so you do need to get outside. Yeah. I just, I, I know that there's somebody out there listening saying, <laughs> I'm not in good enough shape to do any of those things, or I'm too embarrassed, or what have you. Been there, I'm, I'm hearing you loud and clear, and just walk. Just walk, whatever yeah. that means. However far you can go, just walk. As you're doing this, what you're doing is you're clearing your mind. You're clearing the obstacles from the vision that you are trying to get to, the vision that you're trying to manifest at this time. So it's that is the most important part, is bringing some peace to your mental state at that time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Remember, too, that Saturn is in retrograde until August 25th and is showing us what we need to let go of and release. It's showing us what is no longer serving us. Those things could also be lying on your path as obstacles. Just take that broom and sweep them right out of the way. 
They no longer serve you. They Just no longer serve us. Let them go. I am letting it go. Good. So Capricorn's element is earth. And in tarot, it's represented by the pentacles or coins. Its direction is north. The earth is providing the grounding strength and stability needed to climb higher. It also provides the darkness of the womb to help with the connection and to quiet, or I'm sorry, to help with concentration and to quiet the mind, holding a space for patience, healing, and wisdom. So like I told you about the Queen of Pentacles and I mentioned the womb, this is really important. That's why I talked about getting out into earth and bringing that quiet to your mind so that you could hold on to that patience, that healing, and that wisdom, and bring some clarity to the multitude of thoughts that may be going through your head right now. Don't be surprised if you just don't feel like your happy, prancy, positive self at this mm-hmm. moon. You need to know that that is perfectly okay. What you also need to know is that you have business to take care of. So take <laughs> care of it. Use this opportunity and all of the other disciplined qualities that Capricorn, Saturn, Moon, and Earth are giving to you right now to do it. It is time to advance, to move forward, to ascend to higher levels, especially during this this moon right now into the partial lunar eclipse and all through until the solar eclipse. After that solar eclipse is done, you rise like the phoenix. You are a new person. I like it. So we are doing a lot of work right now. And it's going to be amazing work. I want to say real quick. You say about, while I drink. Okay, good. <laughs> about getting out and, and walking and being in nature. The first time I ran into fellow pagans was when I was living in Wyoming. And I met them on a hike. I was nice. just out there by myself. I felt the pull to just be out in nature and met these folks along the trail. And sure enough, they were part of my tribe and I wouldn't have met them if I hadn't have gotten out there. See, I love it. I mm-hmm. love it. Right now, it's really important for me to get out there because my mind is going crazy. <laughs> I'm having a lot of insomnia right now. There's a lot of messages being given to me and I need to get out there. In fact, after our podcast today, I'm going because... I want to get out into the forest behind my house because right now it's endangered and we have developers trying to attack it. And I need to get Mm. out there and talk to my trees Mm -hmm. and find out what they want me to do and pass on their messages at my city council meetings to hopefully make this not happen. So that's why I need to get out there too. That's just another thing that I'm up against. Here's the good stuff. Well, I mean, it's all good, but you know what I mean. So remember I said the moons wanted to work together? Mm -hmm. August 5th and August 7th, yes. Yes. Well, here we go. So remember, August 7th is a partial lunar eclipse. We in the U.S. will not be able to see it, but you will feel it. The moon is in Aquarius, the water bearer, providing you with aspects of intelligence individualism, independence, honesty, and a persuasive charm. Adding into it the air element, which provides the power of the mind and force of intellect. May the force be with you. Yes, totally may the force be with you, because you're going to need it. (laughs) (laughs) Dreams and wishes. And remember, air breathes new life into us. 
Also added is the ruling planet of Uranus. The planet of what? Change. change. Yes. The planet <laughs> of change. All right. We have so many motivation factors going on. We have so much change coming. This is going to be an amazing time. I want everyone as amped up as I am right now. Okay. Get amped. Absolutely. Yes. This uh, full moon, because the lunar eclipse is happening on the full moon, this moon is called the corn moon, or I really like to think of it as the lightning moon. And it's called a lot of other names, but we're going to stick with corn moon and lightning moon. Um, it And it happens at the maximum point of eclipse at 11.11 a.m., Pacific no time. Way. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. Ooh, matchsticks so, of fire, baby. I know. I know. So I went online, you know, because I'm not a numerologist, although I have amazing friends for that. So I went online. I did a little bit of research. And one of the ones that, one of the instances that bounced out to me that I really loved was 1111 represents activation of manifestation. All right. So remember. I told you, you got the will, the empowerment to do these things. Now you're really manifesting this stuff. So remember, keep those thoughts strong and sure. Think I manifest positive change for my best and highest good. Mm -hmm. Think I love myself unconditionally, okay? Because you're going to be going into a little shadow time, and I don't want you to be afraid of that shadow. Your shadow is just as beautiful as your light. Kill your fear. That's right. That's right. You have to overcome this shit, okay? So... What I want you to do, and, and with the eclipse, that's considered shadow, okay? So use the eclipse energy to overcome your obstacles, to build upon, Love because it. the moon is growing, you're building upon banishing, because at full moon, we banish, we release. So you're building upon banishing fear, sadness, and such things as anxiety and self-hatred. If you have anything else that you want to get rid of, put that in your spell as as you're making it, okay? Um, you're, you're, you're working on banishing the fear, the sadness, and such things as anxiety and self-hatred so that you can move forward for your best and highest good. Do not fear it. Please do not fear it. I will eat healthy. Yes. I will. Drink lots of water. Drink lots of water. Get I as much will. rest as you can. Yes. yes. Yeah. All of those intentions, those positive intentions. Yes. Not, I'm going to lose weight. No. Yes. I'm going to eat healthy. No. Uh, you have to turn it on its ear. Yes, you and do. And when I set my manifestations, my intentions, I don't say I will. I say I am. Ooh, I like that. All right. I am. You're I, putting it I in the am present tense. In the present tense. I, I am. am eating healthy. All right. I am yes. taking care of myself. Yes. All right. Yes. Th that makes it more plausible for you. It just makes it more physical. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're I doing am it right releasing now. that which does not serve me. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Don't fear the shadow. Instead, take advantage of this shadow energy, just like a Capricorn would take advantage of a little bit of room through a crowd to get to that front of that stage. All right? Now, you can start your magic on the waxing gibbous moon and continue it until right before the eclipse on the full moon, 
there's this, it, it goes into a little bit of detail here, which is going to take a lot of time. So what I want to tell you is for more information on this and Eclipse Ritual Magic, you can go ahead and visit my website. I am theoldtreeshop.com. And, and shop with two P's and an E. Yes, because I like Old English. Yes. That's why. So it's theoldtreeshop.com, two P's and an E. And it'll be on the Country Dollars website too with yes. this podcast. Yes. All right. So now we are into the wheel of the year. And Lamas was great. It was so great. It was very relaxing. But now, as is pagan tradition, we need to get ready for Maybun. Mm-hmm. Also known as the Autumn Equinox. Yes. I just, there's so much universal energy going on. This partial lunar eclipse, the solar eclipse that's going to be coming over North America, and then we're heading right into the fall equinox after that. Yeah. So much magic in the air. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's almost like a new year. It, yeah, you know, it kind of feels that way, doesn't it? Because <laughs> we are rebirthing like phoenixes. That's exactly what we're doing. But Maybon is not celebrated until September 21st through the 24th here in the Northern Hemisphere. And in March, if you're like my witchy friends down under in the Southern Hemisphere, this time of year is known as the Middle. <laughs> but that's not where Maybon means. That's not what Maybon means. There's a lot of spirited conversations in the pagan community as to where the word Maybon originates. While some of us would like to think that it's an old and ancient name for the celebration, there's no evidence to indicate that it's anything other than modern. However, in Welsh folklore, there is a figure known as Maybon, Ap Modron, or Maybon, son of Modron. He appears in some of the Arthurian legends as one of Uther Pendragon's loyal servants and as a follower of Arthur himself. Also of note, there was a female Cornish saint named Mabin, M-A-B-Y-N, to whom the founding of St. Mabin's Church is dedicated. Although there is speculation that the church was actually started by the Welshman Mabon, M-A-B-O-N, <laughs> rather than the female martyred saint. Boy, don't we know that story a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Maven's festival is celebrated on November 18th, approximately halfway between the autumn equinox and the winter solstice. Mm -hmm. There is much discussion in the pagan community as to whether one of these figures provided the name of the autumn equinox holiday, Maybon. But interestingly, it appears that the tradition of calling the autumn equinox by the name Maybon goes back only to around 1970 when author Aidan Kelly wrote was about gatherings in his 1991 book crafting the art of magic and assign new names to the sabbats most of which were rooted in celtic lore mm -hmm. the purpose kelly said was to conceptualize modern pagan religious ceremonies whereas historian ronald hutton pointed out that there is no academic evidence indicating that the celts called their equinox celebration mabon However, in Druidic traditions, the autumn equinox was referred to as Elben Elfid, meaning the light of the water. This name refers to the time of year in which the balance of light and dark shifts so that the darkness begins to take over again mm -hmm. the middle. And we'll continue to talk about Maybon in the coming weeks leading up to it, but that's enough for now because we need to talk about food. You know, when Mibon comes, I think of... <laughs> 
<laughs> I think of uh, one of my favorite shows. And at the time Avon hits, I think winter is coming. <laughs> That's what I think. Love you, Game of Thrones. Love you very much. Uh... Yeah, but definitely at that time, it is definitely, you get the feeling of crispness in the air in the morning. You can smell it. You can smell the change. Mm -hmm. And you think, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's coming. It's always, always been my favorite time of year. It really is. I mean, I love the spring equinox because everything is even, Stephen, between Mm -hmm. the light and the dark, as it is again in the fall. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's so much to do in the spring. In the fall, the gardens are starting to um, just be mulched over to rest for the winter time. You get to tuck them all in. Get to tuck them all in. Mm -hmm. And I get a little bit more time for myself. And so I think that's why I love fall. I also love fall because I get to watch my son play football. And I love that. And you're canning so much. And... It's just, it's the harvest. It's yes. such a great time of year. It is. It yeah. really is. I agree with you. And speaking of the harvest, <laughs> the peppers are coming in gangbusters right now. So here's a little recipe that I just love. It's called stuffed poblamos. Mm. It's not as complicated as chili rellenos. And it's way healthier, although I do like to get that once in a while. <laughs> oh, there's some good, good restaurants around this area mm-hmm. where I can get chili rellenos. Really good, yeah. Uh, I get a craving about once a month and I'm like, honey, let's go. It's time for <laughs> chili rellenos. But you can find the recipe directly on our website at countrydwellers.com but do know these are the things you're going to need to do this. You're going to need 12 poblanos with the caps sliced off and reserved. Don't throw away those caps. And de-seeded. You can just pick them out. Poblanos are really big peppers, and it's easy to just pluck those seeds right out. Eight ounces of creamy goat cheese, eight ounces of grated Mexican mixed cheese, one duck egg. You can use an extra large chicken egg if you don't have a duck egg. One tablespoon of ground cumin, a tablespoon of dried cilantro. If you have a handful of fresh cilantro, that's awesome too. Nice. One tortilla cut up into small triangles. And you'll also need a grill and tongs, aluminum foil, a rock glass, a small spoon, and toothpicks. Well, that sounds like a spell. <laughs> kind of. Well, you know, cooking kind Gathering of is. Gathering, it is. You're making your of, magic. That's right. For sure. And that's why they, they're called kitchen witches, because yes. it is a little bit of magic. Yes, it is. I, I, all my canned goods have a little label that say, made with love and magic. Oh, that's cute. Cute. I never paid attention to that because I'm too busy eating. <laughs> like pouring it down my throat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so today, uh, the, today we're going to talk about witchy self-care. And I really dig this witchy self-care today. I'm so glad. Because it's all about music. And I love music. And just as my eclectic taste in friends, I have a hugely eclectic taste in music. Ditto. I lo- I just love music because you never know how your body wants to dance until that beat comes on, right? My my son and I were dancing uh, yesterday, actually. I'm trying to learn French for this uh, transition from landlubber, kitchen hedge witch to sea witch. And my husband's learning Spanish, but my son has been learning Spanish for about eight years now. 
Oh, he and must be really fluent. He can. He understands it when people speak it. He's he's just like his mama, and he can't actually speak it back very well. <laughs> well, now they have those digital translator things. I know too. it's so awesome. <laughs> but I was like, how can I help him keep his Spanish skills up, right? And I listen to a lot of world music, and there is a lot of really great world music, and especially Spanish language world music. And so I was playing a bunch of it yesterday, and we were having a little dance party in the <laughs> living room, and, nice. and, and, and you know, it, it, it making sure that he continues to keep his horizons open to yes. the rest of the world. I so, love that. Yes. I love that so much. So with music, sometimes we need our own soundtrack, our playlist. Music can help soothe, inspire, calm, amp up, and... Bow, chicka, bow, wow. Set the mood. <laughs> <laughs> or or educate. <laughs> it can. It can't. Well, yeah. Well, you know, setting the mood is education. <laughs> there I go again. Okay. So take some time and just listen to the music. Pick out your favorite album and go for a walk with your favorite mp3 player, your playlist, your phone, whatever the heck you want to take. Or just lay on your couch and listen to your old school stereo that plays vinyl. I oh. love the smell of vinyl and the k- 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 in the vinyl. I love it. I love it so much. Um, Can't go- take my vinyl on the sailboat either. Oh man. My daughter's got dibs on that though. Oh, so. I bet she does. Mm. Go out and buy a new album if you so choose. Make it about you and the connection to the music. Nothing more. Take a blanket outside and listen to the music of nature. Those birds sing a really pretty tune if you give them a chance. We're talking about 20 to 30 minutes here. So schedule it. Do it. Dance to the beat that lives inside of you and create your own magical rhythm of life. That's my quote for today by me. (laughs) And people say, oh, I don't have 20, 30 minutes. Yes, you do. How long do you spend on your phone on Facebook or looking at Imager or... Countless hours. Yes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So take that 20 minutes because you, if you can consistently do those kinds of things, you are going to be a happier, much more grounded person. I can tell you this. Like, I know I keep talking about walking on my trails, but I can go for a walk on my trails and listen to like a meditative soundtrack Mm -hmm. I can listen to rain falling as the sun is shining down on me, warming my skin, and walking through my forest. And I'm like, podcasts like (laughs) countrydwellers.com. Exactly. Exactly. You can listen to a podcast. You can listen to whatever the heck you want to listen to. The point is, is that you're being taken somewhere else Mm -hmm. when you listen to these things. And it's almost like going on a little mini astral projection to relaxation. You know what I mean? It's really cool. I love music. So do your witchy self-care. Get your dance on. Yeah. Yeah. Today I wanted to pull from the rich work of Brendan Myers for our pagan quote of the week. He was born in 1974 in Ontario, Canada. He's a total baby. Aww. I think he's even younger than you. He's younger than I am. (laughs) I'm older than everybody around, so who knows? (laughs) Whatever. He was raised in a small village north of Wellington County, Ontario, called Elora. He was born the eldest son of an Irish-Canadian family and completed his bachelor's degree in drama and philosophy Mm. in 1996, and then a master's degree in philosophy in 1999. Wow. Both from the University of Guelph. I hope I said that right. (laughs) 
I'm sure there's some Canadians out there that are going to be like, no, it's this. I'm just happy you're reading everything <laughs> and not me. You know what yes. I mean? While at the university, he became more involved in ethics and environmentalism, and he converted from Catholicism to paganism becoming an activist member of the neo-pagan community. Myers continued his academic career in Ireland. How cool is that? Yes, very cool. And eventually he completed a doctoral dissertation entitled Time and Land at the National University of Ireland. That's in Galloway. His quote today came to me as I was searching for something else, which right now I don't even recall (laughs) what that was. But anyway, here it is. And I think it totally goes along with, with today. For those who struggle with anti-pagan prejudices and stereotypes, humanist paganism might be a powerful educational tool. It can show that a pagan can be a sophisticated, cosmopolitan, and enlightened person, and that a pagan culture can be artistically vibrant, environmentally conscious, intellectually stimulating, and socially just. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And I see that in the pagan community all around. Definitely. I really, really do. And it's why I continue to be a part of it, because it seems like it's the highest and greatest good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed, for sure. Now we're going to go into the spell of the week. And the spell of the week is going to get us started on this life-changing path that we're on. We are going to clear the loose gravel and wild bushes from the path so we can really see what is in our way and have a clear, sure step on the journey to overcome any obstacles. Sureness of step, come to me. Obstacles that are in my way, with clear vision, I do see. With discipline, strength, and stability, as I climb this mountain, I overcome. As I reach the top, it is with gratitude of beginning and end that I become one. So it is. Wow, that was really powerful. I got, I got goosey chills. Yeah, I got goosey <laughs> It's a good one, right? I really like. I like it, and it's it's. I got the I become one from the Saturn. You know, the start, the beginning, the rebirth. Totally makes sense. You know, light and dark coming together. All that, all that good stuff. Well, thank you for that, and thank you, listeners, for spending this time with us. Go in peace, light, and love. The circle is open, but unbroken. Until we meet again, my darlings. Merry part and blessed be. You've been listening to the Country Dwellers Podcast. You can find us here each and every Saturday. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as on the web at countrydwellers.com. Thanks for listening. Blessed be.